Auburn fans and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross country news and discussion. We're brought to you by the Auburn BCM and the Auburn Uniform Database. So I'm here tonight with my husband and co-host Kyle Loomis and we are going to discuss the NCAA East prelims that happened on May 26th and 27th. The season is winding down and what better way to wind down than on my birthday? Well yeah, your old man birthday but that's that's harsh. That's mean. Why would you do these things? Why would you say such things? <laughs> you brought up your birthday. I was just trying to celebrate the fact of the day that I was born, which is a great gift to you. Actually, it was probably a great gift to your mom. But I didn't you know you well. when you were born because I wasn't born because I'm not old. Me, and now you wouldn't have me in your life. Oh, gracious. So we have some wonderful <laughs> things to talk about, and that is not one of them. Yes. Uh, I'm sad that this is slowly inching towards the end of the season, but we've got a lot of exciting qualifying times to talk about, which we'll be looking forward to watching these competitors in about a week or so. Absolutely. So the NCAA East prelims, obviously this was the qualifying meet for the NCAA Outdoor Championships, which will be held June 6th through 9th in Eugene, Oregon. See, that always throws me off every year that you go all the way out to Oregon. It, when I think about it, it makes sense because I know Nike's founder is from Oregon. or He's either from Oregon, went to school, or has ties somehow to Oregon, and that's why they get all the nice equipment. He was the track and field coach for the University of Oregon. See, Steve Prefontaine. See, I don't know all this. Get it together, man! This, I'm just here. There for... are wonderful movies about this. <laughs> I'm just here for the color commentary. That's oh all Oh my it is. gosh, you're here for nothing. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to sit back and let you do this then. <laughs> so, before we dive into this, Kyle, I want you to be aware that the top 12 in each event automatically qualified for nationals. Why is it top 12? Is it? So, see, I don't know. It just seems um, weird. I guess because 4 times 12 is 48, and they wanted to have 48 people... I, I'm just trying. To I don't know understand. because I guess. Well, okay. If you think about it that way, that would get that would give six heats in the finals. Ah, see, we're learning something. I, just, I don't know if this is true. I'm just making it up on the fly. Okay, but 48 athletes means six times eight is 48, so six heats, and then that would be like what the top two? No, the top finisher from each race plus the next two fastest times would qualify for the finals. It sounds great. You lost me at 48, but hey. (laughs) Well, either way, there's a lot of good things to talk about. So why don't you start us off, Kyle? All right, we'll start off with a very familiar name, Nathan Allen in the 400 meter, finishing with a time of 44.76 seconds. That's a second place finish in one of our top qualifying times for this um, prelims going into NCAA championships. 
And another familiar name in the 400 meter, Akeem Bloomfield, with a time of 44.90 seconds for a fourth place finish. An interesting swap there with Nathan getting the best of Akeem in this. So, and I, in one of the articles I was reading about it, um, the writer said that they were running conservatively this meet. Mm -hmm. So I think that was probably um, intentional. And that's why this doesn't shock me or scare me because this is just them trying to qualify for the big one. Now, Nathan could surprise us in the actual one that counts for the big one next week and beat Akeem and a lot of other um, athletes that we thought he might not beat. But this is not something to be shocked about, Akeem being below Nathan for this time. Right. I agree. So moving on, we had Raheem Chambers in the 100 meter. He finished fifth with a time of 10.15 seconds. Then we had Cade Antonucci in Javelin. He finished 10th, so just met that mark of qualifying um, with a throw of 63.35 meters. And this is interesting because we have yet, that I can remember, to talk about Cade this year. I thought we talked about him once. We might have. But that may have been an indoor, actually. And I'm sad because, you know, this is a throwing event, and I should have known this. You know, I love my throwing events, so I'm glad that we got someone in there that we have, at least we haven't talked about him that much. Right. We feel like we would have, especially just to be honest, he's got a very interesting last name. I feel like I would have remembered that. That's true. Um, But I'm glad he just kind of got in there under the nose for a throwing event because you know I love my throwing events. All right, we'll move on to uh, another field event. Dominique Bullock with the long jump, a um, jump of 6.38 meters for a third place finish overall. Fantastic. And then Kylie Carter, a name that's really come on in the last part of this outdoor season, in the javelin throw with a throw of 53.68 meters, another third place finish. I am excited about those two right there, especially Kylie Carter. Yeah, me too. And we had another javelin athlete. We had Peyton Montgomery. She actually qualified with a seventh place finish and a PR of 50.23 meters. So that's doubly exciting to me. It is, yeah. And do you think, question for you, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about, it, it's not that the athletes aren't trying as hard in this one, They're just, but they're not trying to just gas themselves for the big one next week. Do you think the same can be said for the throwing events? Because I feel like if you if you don't, try your hardest you'll you could even almost injure yourself a little bit because you know it's kind of like that we i'm gonna use a football analogy here if you kind of half go tackle somebody as opposed to using your full momentum you know you're gonna get injured that way and i know that it takes a lot of coordination and, and practice to get that throwing motion down i just feel like if you don't put most of what you have into it it could end up no no i disagree with that because i know in practice they're not going to throw their best every time yeah but the difference in a field event and a race so in a race you see how well everybody is doing yeah well in the final event you can see it you know where you stand if you're in the top three or whatnot you know you can let some steam off the gas in a field event, you have no idea because everybody throws individually and everybody jumps individually. So if you don't give it your best, you probably won't qualify. It's a pretty interesting way of looking at it there. I just kind of wondered what how the dynamic works there for prelims with different types of events. You never know. So moving on, we also had um, Tori McKinley in Shot Put, one of your favorite events, Kyle. Mm-hmm. She got an 11th place finish with a throw of 16.19 meters. And I'm glad Tori's representing us, but you know, I'm a little... I won't call it disappointed, but I was expecting to see um, 
Ivana Muzarek here, the sister of uh, Valentina, who is uh, one of our famous shot put throwers from a couple seasons back. So, but she's still she's a junior, right? I have a, yeah, she's a, she's not a senior. That yeah, I know so we've of. at least got one more season if she chooses to participate. I just was expecting to see her there, so I'm glad we have somebody representing us, and hopefully we'll see a little bit more next season. Uh, moving on to some more running events here, we've got Janelle Smith in the 100 meter for the women with a time of 11.17 seconds for an 8th place finish overall, and then a name we're all familiar with, <laughs> Natalia White in the 100 meter as well, 11.05 seconds for a 4th place finish overall. Uh, then we've got a couple of uh, last qualifiers here that are your favorites, which My favorite I, again, you clearly set this up perfectly. I did you. not. You just happened to speak first. Sure, so. whatever. Okay. So we had two relays qualify, like Kyle said, the women's four by one, which they qualified with a time of 43.20 seconds, which was a season best and the second fastest time in school history. So they were automatic qualifiers, um, meaning that they had one of the top times. Like I said, they, they placed what, what did I say? Second? Yeah. Yeah. Second fastest time in school history. I don't think you had, in sec, was a season best in the second second fastest time in school history. I don't think we had the placing there for the actual meet. So Jessica failed. That's all right. Um, but either way, they're going to finals. With the team was made up of Janae Ambrose, Janelle Smith, Dominique Bullock, and Natalia White. So the men's four by four team was also automatically qualified with a time of three minutes eight point three seconds. Their team was made up of Randall Sinius, Akeem Bloomfield, Chison Tenkang, and Nathan Allen. And this was kind of interesting that they qualified since Randall Sinius is coming off of an injury. So this was his first race in about four weeks. And I remember listening to Coach Spry talk about this on the um, Auburn Athletics podcast. I think it was this last week that he was concerned about Randall's ability to uh, get the job done. And not because of his talent, but because of the injury. injury. Um, So the fact that they were able to qualify, hopefully this extra week of you know, kind of resting will have him ready to perform in the in the big one. And here's so for relays, this is why I love relays so much. Like and if it's such a big deal to me if somebody qualifies, if one of our Auburn teams qualifies as a relay team. Because think you're you're putting all of your faith in your three teammates. Mm-hmm. Not just in their running ability, but in their time out of the block, their ability to pass the baton and to not come out of their lane. Especially in these um these relay events you have to stay in your lane and it's the four stay by four in your lane <laughs> well no truly the four by one you have to stay in your lane the whole race the four by four it's the second leg that can break in so if somebody crosses a line you know they have no mercy in the ncaa prelims and the finals yeah There's, if you're false start or anything you're automatically disqualified i don't want this to be our picks to watch for this uh next meet yet it's actually but, not my pick to watch. Uh, well even even better i just want to ask this question here do you think the women or the men will finish higher in the national championships. Because right now it looks like when you look at the women's time and versus how the men finished, you know, and then with taking in the, the fact that Randall's coming off that injury, what do you think? You think the women are going to still do a little bit better than the men? The only reason, respectively? The only reason I'd say women place-wise mm-hmm. is because of Randall's in, injury that yeah. he can't control. I don't know. I feel I feel good about this. I think Randall's that extra week's going to do a lot good for him, and I think that I hope you know, you're right. You've got two other big names on there, and not to take anything away from Chison, but Akeem and Nathan, those two names right there. You're not wrong. Are huge. So I'm gonna, you know, I think it's obvious that we you pick the women and I pick the men. But That's hey, fair. Just a little thought. <laughs> so Kyle, this is like one of our last times that we can even talk about this. But if somebody wanted to talk amateur track and field with you, where would they do it? 
Oh, you can find me on Twitter at TigerEye24. You should be proud of me. I actually checked my Twitter this week. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, apparently, I'm on Twitter, guys. It's Jessica Loomis RN. You mean I've been tagging you and you had no clue that I was tagging you in things? No, I didn't. That's hilarious. Well, I, now they can find you on Twitter. Yeah, I should probably download the app so it's easier to see. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I have checked in the old school way. Oh, I got a headache now. <laughs> so, okay. Um, moving on. One last thing. Who are you watching for in the outdoor championships? I think, personally... I don't know why. I've been stuck on Kylie Carter for the last couple of okay. meets here, and I know that's kind of me repeating myself, but I do love my throwing events. Her big win at the pin relay has really kind of sold me on her, so I think I'm looking for Kylie Carter to shock the world and maybe right. not maybe not get a first-place finish. I that's okay. I, I, I think anything top five is... I'm, well, I'm, I feel top two. Whoa. I, I feel second place coming on. She finished third here, and have we use that kind of thinking where you probably don't give it everything. I don't know. I just feel like a top two finish for her is in the books. So that would be that would be my stepping out in a limb pick there for the uh, national championships. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously my typical pick would be the 4x4 team or Nathan or Akeem. I'm going to go a little crazy here. Oh, my. I'm going to pick Natalia White for the 100 meter. That's not crazy. For me, it is. We I didn't take a 400. Good, we watched how good she did. But no, no, no. I'm not saying it's crazy like she's not going to do well. I'm saying it's crazy that I'm not picking a 400-meter event. That's true. I, do I always pick the 400-meter. But I'm really excited. And I've already got our DVR set for this race So and the actual the whole meet. So really looking forward to seeing all this. You know we're dedicated track and field fans when we DVR something that's not Auburn football, basketball, baseball, the big three type of thing. Um, I would definitely say track and field is top three. I'm not going to say which of those other sports I would kick out, but... Mm, I know which one you're talking about, and we're not going to say We're it not going to bash other we, sports. And we're probably going to make some of our other co-hosts on the network mad if we say it, too. I'm just waiting on the text now. Well, I'm looking forward to next week, and I'm sad it's ending, but I'm excited to see what's going to happen in championships. Absolutely. So be looking out for Eugene Oregon and the outdoor championships. That's going to do it for this episode on the E2C Network. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into our show. A couple reminders for you listeners before we head out today. If you're interested in joining the E2C Network team, make sure you give us an email at e2cnetwork at gmail.com, and we'd be happy to discuss that with you. Also, make sure you're checking out the variety of episodes on our podcast we have coming out each week, as well as our blog post on e2cnetwork.com. Specifically, make sure you're checking out Facebook Live sessions that we have called E2C Live and Auburn Fan Chat, where you, the listener, can get involved in the show and have your voice heard. If you're interested in connecting with us and giving us feedback, there are a variety of ways to do that. First, go online to iTunes and SoundCloud and Google Play. Please subscribe there and give us reviews there as well. It helps spread the show and lets us know how we're doing. If you're looking to find us on social media, you can do so at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even YouTube. Just type in E2C Network, and that'll get you there. Once again, our email is E2Cnetwork at gmail.com and our website, E2Cnetwork.com. And I want to thank the Auburn BCM and the Auburn Uniform Database once again, and thank you, the listeners, for tuning in each and every week. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle.